Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. I'm Eric Gunther. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. This week, we get the inside scoop on the suburban Philadelphia home with the sex dungeon in the basement. The listing photos went viral, and we spoke with a real estate agent selling the home, Melissa Leonard. Then, we'll discuss what some people say is the key to domestic bliss. Separate bathrooms... And of course, we name our winners and loser of the week. That's right, I said winners. There are two. All this is coming up, so stay tuned. And we are back. Welcome, guys. Good to be with you. Hey, Natalie. One of the craziest stories we heard last week was about a house in Pennsylvania with a sex dungeon. Yeah. Eric, how many times did you get slacked or emailed this link uh, on on Friday? About a hundred. Last, last Friday, about a hundred. I got a couple and sent them to you, and then you were like, "I already heard about yeah, those." Yeah, so I, I assigned the story out, and then all of a sudden, everybody in the building started sending me this link saying, "Hey, you did you know this? about this?" And I said, "Yes, I do," and it's the story's been assigned. And so, what it is with this house in Pennsylvania, if I can set the scene, is that it is kind of milk toast and nondescript on the outside or you know the first 30 or 40 listing photos mm-hmm. and it just looks like a normal two-story family home and then you get to the basement dun, dun, dun. you get into yeah, photo 38 or whatever yeah photo 42 i think or photo mm-hmm. you know whatever it is and then you're transported into a <laughs> different world a different world kind of an it's a bdsm themed dungeon basically yeah because i remember asking you what's the big deal and you're like just wait for it yeah just yeah, wait for it no, and i, I click through I, and yeah. you click through and you keep clicking and you're like it's a perfectly nice house and it's innocuous and right. you know well yeah. decorated yeah. and then it's very differently decorated and so yeah, what but, did uh just just if, if any of our listeners haven't seen the photos yet um eric can you paint the picture of the sex dungeon <laughs> what did well, i mean because okay, it I wasn't will. it wasn't like Right, I will, and and right. So as I'm describing the story to my wife as well, it's it, you conjure up when I say the words "sex dungeon," you picture something that may be black, dark, stone, mood, moody, creepy. This is still, <laughs> if you're not into BDSM, this still can kind of have a little bit of a a creep or an ick factor, but it's very well lit. It's, yeah, there's like recessed white. lighting. It's, it's, it's light it's and bright. white walls. There are the implements and the tools that you need to participate in the scene, but it's not a dungeon in the sense of, you know, ugh, it's this is kind of gross. Suburban, it's like suburban. If you think suburban house with a sex dungeon, that is exactly what this is. Right. It's and the it's, most it, neutral of sex dungeons. Yeah, but it has go. all the tools that you'd need in the bed is enormous and has kind of, I think, yeah. implements within the bed that you would use for BDSM There's a bed, activities. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a sex swing. I saw the sex swing. And then there's a, a star where I think you're supposed to, you know, tie your somebody <laughs> up to. Some, some bondage, some tying. Bondage components. There. Yeah. Oh. And then there's a Lots whole of fur. there's a rack of uh, you know whips and implements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fur um, rugs. Yeah, mirrors. But, but it's but not. Other than that, there's like a there's like a fake house plant. And... Right. And it's not it's not a dungeon. In I mean, it is a dungeon in that it's under it's in the basement of this home. But the first two floors of this home are just a regular suburban yeah, home outside nice. of Philly. It's it, it's quite nice. And so the owner is selling it with all the equipment and the basement intact. So you, the buyer would inherit all that equipment. 
And what he does is he runs an Airbnb business mm-hmm. with this basement, and he charges, according to the listing agent, Melissa Leonard, he charges anywhere between $750 a night and $2,000 a night on weekends. This house is an Airbnb, the guy who owns it right now. Well, okay, so the basement has a separate entrance. So you... Gotcha. I, I, okay, he, okay, he, okay. He, could, he could live on the top two floors and not... Know what's going on downstairs. Exactly. So, so this could, has been uh, his side hustle, the third floor BDSM cave dungeon. Has been <laughs> rented out on Airbnb. It's available. Separate entrance. So, okay. Okay. Part of uh, what caused this to go viral as well was that people couldn't believe what they were seeing. And then all of a sudden on Friday, the photos of the dungeon itself started disappearing from various... Other re- listing sites. Yeah, from yeah. various real estate sites. And the MLS, the local MLS, had actually pulled the photos uh, because they felt it didn't meet standards. And, you know, the agent, Melissa, uh, had kind of um, crossed the line in terms of including these photos. Mm -hmm. But she, uh, you know, we talked to her uh, this weekend, and she said she was just going to put it out there. Uh, I mean, she didn't want to have somebody come into the home and not know what they were going to get into. Be surprised. Yeah, yeah, be surprised. So she said this is the house, and she felt like she was just going to sell it the way it is. And to do that, she had to include photos of the basement. Here's my question. Yes, please. Would Would you guys do it? Would I buy it? Yeah. And, uh, and operate this Airbnb sex dungeon? I've never been an Airbnb. I mean, I've stayed in Airbnbs, but I've never been a proprietor. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know enough about you know, how much goes into the, you know, I mean, cause there, there clean is up. upkeep, yeah, there's <laughs> oh upkeep, there's upkeep and cleanup. That's what I was just going to say. So I, you yeah, know, the terms and conditions on this Airbnb must be real. Yes, long. exactly. Right. Yeah. I want to no, I mean, find the Airbnb listing. We have to do that. I like it in the, in the, the fact that I love an idea where you can have a side hustle that allows you to pay down your mortgage and not have a mortgage hanging over your head. I, I, I absolutely love it in that sense. <laughs> You're really into the monetary aspect of I this. Am. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. No, like I a am. residual income that's just like covering everything. And, yeah. Well, right. And then, and then not have to worry about my mo- monthly mortgage payment. And then I'm free to do what I want to do. And maybe go build another house like this or build another, you know, franchise this out, you know, build another dungeon. <laughs> franchise. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, to answer your question, Natalie, I think I would, but I, I need to do a lot of research into the proprietor side of the Airbnb business. Uh, would you do that, Rachel? Or I would buy the house for sure because I actually really like it. I mm-hmm. think it's beautiful inside. It's got exposed brick and it's, you know, nice and airy and open. Um, I don't know that I would do anything with the basement but i think maybe that's just because like you it sounds like quite an endeavor right it does i I don't know if i'd have the fortitude (laughs) to even if it wasn't right even if this was just a regular in-law unit with a separate entrance yeah it's a whole it's a whole cha-cha as you would say so i'd have to give it some real thought but we didn't get an answer from you natalie would you do it oh yeah i tried to (laughs) skate past that (laughs) um yeah i would do it sure you would buy this house and you would run the sex dungeon. Uh, <laughs> Should I start calling you Madam Natalie? <laughs> um, oh, man. I think Master it, Natalie. I think if I was... Um, I think if I, I think where, if I was where in, are you going with this? I think if I was in like the later stages of life where 
<laughs> why are you guys, what are you saying about what, why are you saying about me? No, the later stages of life, like, like, is like this towards your end of life. Yeah, plan? like, What's are happening? you dying in this house? You guys are taking it to an extreme. Are you? Are you okay? You guys, I'm saying they, I, didn't, okay, I didn't see so, this home's hospice room. Okay, in my in Talented my current care. like worldview, my frame of life, I'm I'm my next my house that i purchase i'm gonna have kids in okay uh, right so i and- i don't have kids yet but i will have kids within the next like three to five years mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to have this house be operating an airbnb sex dungeon with my kids coming and going and you know doing everything you're saying you, you little kids. i'm saying kids little kids i'm find saying their way yeah i'm saying little kids who we haven't had okay. who we haven't had the talk with yet but i think if you're a single couple or you you know you older the kids are out of the house you're empty nesters sure i have so many questions yeah. so many i do too but and it's matter great. of fact yeah <laughs> um so we've got melissa leonard with coldwell banker preferred on the line this is your listing that has gone viral can you tell us a little bit about how this listing came to you and and how it all went down overnight basically yes i met the seller a couple months ago and he told me he actually had a realtor and then he called me a couple of weeks ago and said, I'm not using that realtor. She wasn't a good fit. And I need to find someone who's going to be really creative, think outside the box, and who's going to be comfortable with my listing. And he said, I'm going to send you an Airbnb listing of what we're doing at Airbnb. And I want you to look at it. And I said, okay, I'm going to drive right now, but I'll look at it later. He said, no, I need you to pull over and look at it now. <laughs> so I pulled over, I looked at the pictures and I said, okay, well, and I called him back. I said, you have this little sexual oasis going on in your basement, 50 shades. <laughs> and he's like, yes. And he said, well, come over and see it. Make sure you're comfortable. So I went over, I looked at it. I said, okay, this is what you have. You know, that's fine. And I guess I could have done it two ways. I could have just listed the beautiful house and kept out the pictures of the basement and not, and just explained to realtors when they go in what they're going to see in the basement. But I felt like this is what makes us different. And this is the house. And I wanted to portray it the way it was. So and also the seller said he would not move anything in the house had to stay the way it was for the Airbnb business. So that is what I did. Yeah, would, we were saying it would be maybe a little bit different if he were moving the equipment as it were um, out of the house. But if you're selling it as is with everything, the whole kit and caboodle, then why why take the pictures down or why not show them? So right. were you expecting the kind of response that you got to this or? No, I thought that... Um, <laughs> You know, I, I told Philly Magazine about it the week before, and they were on board to write an editorial about it, but I thought it was really going to be just us, the local area, people talking about it. Um, I made jokes with my family that I was going to put this house on the map, and I really did put it on the map. <laughs> yeah, have, you've gotten feedback from, I gather, all over the country, possibly even the world, including E.L. James from Fifty Shades of Grey, obviously, who wrote that. Yeah. Um, where Who else have you heard from? Um, today I saw it was in the Sweden newspaper. I saw that there was an article in Australia, in London. Um, it's been everywhere. Were you surprised? I mean, it sounds like you didn't know going into it, um, or when you got the call to look at the pictures, it sounds like you didn't know what you were going to be looking at. And I think the thing yeah. that we've discussed is, you know, you think of an S and M dungeon and you think dark and moody and sexy and you walk in to this house and it's well lit and there's house plants and it's, it's like an ordinary right. room, except for it's got stuff. stuff. Right. <laughs> but it has lighting the pictures that i posted were very white and bright because yeah. that's the way we took it 
but it normally is like you know very sexy lit oh I can... <laughs> like I did a little video on my Instagram just with my daughter joking around and it was showing the mood lighting oh we'll have to check that out I really want to see the BTS of this the behind the <laughs> yeah, scenes it's on, um, both my Instagrams are at Philly Socialite and at Realtor.com have it uh, not realtor.com, at realtor Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> well, realtor.com will have it too. We'll, uh, we'll embed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So Melissa, what was the blowback like from the local MLS? Like, did what was their rationale for asking you to take the photos down? They just sent me an email saying they changed my listing, took the photos down, that it was inappropriate. I was in violation. So they took it down. Um, then everyone else, I guess, it just gets taken down because it follows the right MLS, mm -hmm. but Realtor.com did keep it on the longest, but then they sent me an email saying I was in violation also, <laughs> so they took it down also. Sorry about that. We were very yeah. excited that we still had them up after everybody else had taken them down. <laughs> I know. I think it should be allowed to be up, and I think that a lot of people are saying to contact different you know, people to try to fight it up, but I, I haven't done that because it's already out there. Every news station's been here, and you know, magazines and internet, so I mean, it's out there. Yeah. People know what it is. Right. And do you, so, I mean, last we heard and, you know, when we, when you talked to uh, Becky over the weekend, you know, you had a lot of showings. Are you closing in on a buyer? Or are you getting close? Yeah. Not yet. We have a lot of showings, but the snow kind of hurt us in the last two days mm. here. So some people canceled, but we haven't had an offer yet. We've had like 32 showings, but I think there was like six that had to cancel. And is the basement soundproofed? Oh, yeah. That was our question. I don't know. Okay. I don't know that answer. Because, you know, if, if I'm living on the first two floors and it looks just like a normal family home and then there's people renting that bottom floor to do activities, I don't well, necessarily... They're, they're renting the whole house usually. The oh. Airbnb get it. They can just rent the basement oh. now. Oh. But typically the whole house they would get oh okay we thought it was just the basement because we were also going to ask if there was a bathroom down there i know there's two and a half baths and we were thinking no, no bathroom down there so okay. they, they okay. rent the whole house you rent oh. the whole shebang oh, got okay. it yeah, there's, there's people that don't want the basement and then they can just rent the up to you know two floors right upstairs but if you do spend the seven fifty to two thousand, you're getting the whole house. Gotcha. Right. And tell me a little bit about the market there. Is there um, big tourism? Is there a lot of reason to rent this place on Airbnb other than the uh, the amenity in the basement? <laughs> I think the basement is what draws people in. Gotcha. And so the and the owner, like you say, is running a, a business, and he's he's gonna is he trying to replicate this in a new house that he's gonna buy franchise? Yes. Yes, he wants to keep it up. Got it. It's called Maison Excess. Maison. Oh, okay. Maison Excess, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, he has an Instagram page now, too. Okay. Very cool. And you said in, in the Philly Voice interview, I think you said he has, there are kids. And so is it going to be tough to find a buyer that, you know, wants to buy this as a family home? Is What what do you think the conversion is going to have to take place? Is it expensive to convert that back into like a... No, it's only furniture. I mean, yeah. there's people that want to buy that furniture right now that I have a list that if it doesn't sell with the house, there's people ready to take it right out. <laughs> Got it. So yeah, it's, only, yeah. it's only furniture. It can be taken out at any time and it's a regular basement. Okay. Because yeah. Yeah, we, we were asking, that. that's another question we had amongst ourselves is, you know, would you go on Craigslist to sell this? But I guess if you've already have buyers. Now, buyers I have that... people reaching out to me saying, can I pick it up discreetly? I'll get it. Just let me know. <laughs> Huh. So, I want to be there for that moving yeah. day. So in, I know, that was in, funny. in your opinion, then do you think somebody's going to buy the whole package or do you think it's going to sell 
you know, separately? Do you think somebody's going to buy it for the house? And then you, you know, you'll have the equipment sold off to somebody else. I think if they were smart, they'd buy it with it. Yeah. Because they could sell it themselves. So that stuff, right. or they can use Airbnb options there financially. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about the house as a whole? I mean, it, it's perfectly it's lovely. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Hardwood floors upstairs and downstairs, gorgeous kitchen, private lot, you know, wall of windows, three fireplaces, pool table area separate study. I mean, it's gorgeous. It has all the amenities that you would want in that house, marble floor in the master bath, beautiful master bedroom suite, even has a third floor with an attic that you can walk up. Yeah. So, I mean, it has a lot of great features. The basement is just what sets this apart. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, you know, that's why I put it out there because it does set it apart, but it's just a basement. It could be back to a normal, typical suburban basement if that's what somebody wants. Sounds good. Is there anything else you wanted to add about the house or the basement or just what it's like to show such a home and get so much interest literally overnight in one of your listings? No, I think just people are confused on whether like I made it this way, which yes, it would have been brilliant had I done that. But no, I did not make it this way. It was this way. I just chose to put it out there. Right. Gotcha. I mean, and we've seen like agents do the, you know, like dressing up as Spider-Man or T-Rex and posing in the house. This right. is, this seems a little more natural than that. And you've caused right. virality. Do you have a sense of whether you could ever have lightning strike twice for yourself? Um, I think if I would dress up or do something scandalous, <laughs> it would probably work, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> My Instagram and Facebook get lots of funny messages. Like, if I buy this house, can I spank you? If I buy this house, can I whip you? Will you do a demonstration? Oh, my God. Um, are you married? Are you single? Are you divorced? You know, all these questions. You're beautiful. Um, I get so many funny messages every day that I actually think someone should make an article out of the different messages that I've been, like, showing them to my friends, and they just can you share those with us? <laughs> Would you be willing to share those with us? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I looked at my Instagram and read through them, you know, like they're, but they're all like, you know, yeah, if I, if I buy this house, well, I need a demo. Uh-huh. If I, um, you know, if I get this house, can I whip you, you know? Oh my gosh. Um, right. and then, you know, I did have the video of myself on Instagram with the whip in my hand. So that caused people to say, Oh, did you have a whip in your hand? And I said, yeah. but, You're a good sport yeah. though, for putting up with those kinds of messages. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much for taking the time. We will look at your Instagram too. And if it's all right, we'll pull some stuff from that yeah. as well. So like I said, there's two of them at Philly social A and at Rails from Melissa. Thank you, Melissa. Right, thanks all again. Right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Eric and Natalie, you're both married, right? Correct. Last you checked? Yes, Rachel. And I assume you share a bathroom with your significant others, correct? Yes, Rachel. That is correct. Wow. What's that like for you? Uh, It's been fine thus far. (laughs) I mean, it's 20 whatever something years. Oh, congrats, Eric. Thanks, Natalie. I'm fishing for compliments. (laughs) Nice. Um, In our last house prior to this one, we had a much smaller bathroom. This house that we're living in now has a pretty good-sized bathroom, so it's not really been much of an issue. Natalie, how about you? Um, It's been fine for 12 years we've been together. Um, Congratulations. I am fishing for compliments. Thank Um, you. No, it's – yeah, it's fine. We're both pretty low-maintenance people, so it hasn't been like this huge – relationship uh it it has yeah it hasn't created a rift in our relationship but 
Yeah. But Why I can see how up? it can be. Yeah. Why do you bring this up? And yeah, I can like, see how it can be. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did a story uh, this past week about the secret to domestic bliss. Uh, we discovered that it just might be having separate bathrooms huh. if you can. If you have the means. If to... you have the means to do it. Is the is the premise of this article that we ran, is it that men are somehow messier than women? I mean, because no. that's like a long-held stereotype that, you know, the, the guy is the gross one and right. just, just like barging into the bathroom and just willingly yeah. leaving everything all over the place. Is, is that the premise? It's actually the opposite. So the personal anecdote of this story is that the woman in the relationship leaves everything around like all her makeup and her shampoo bottles and her lotions and her hair is everywhere. And he (laughs) is much tidier than she is. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I I think in my case too, right. So I use way less, I'm not way less. I use much less product than my wife does. My wife has way more stuff just accumulated, you know, just beauty products, hair products, all the accoutrement that a woman needs to get ready. I'm glad that this article kind of dispelled that stereotype that the man is just, the the man is the (laughs) gross guy. Well, no, I mean, I, you know, it's, I think it's just, I don't know if it's, if it's through TV or movies or, you know, just pop culture that, you know, the man is always always portrayed as the the gross guy in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and just leaving it behind a disgusting trail of stuff. Yeah. I mean, having shared a bathroom with, both men and women in my life, I can honestly say that women uh, often are grosser. <laughs> okay. Have you shared a bathroom with a roommate, Natalie, like a woman roommate uh, in the past? Yeah, I guess I have actually. And would you? Yeah, consider... I lived in a I lived in a sorority house actually. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. So that, that's wow. a good. So that's, that's like a good. That's a good point. Would you consider sure. women on the whole? grosser than men or, or is it equal in your experience it's or? just different types of grossness gross, okay. different types of mess different types of <laughs> yeah without getting too deep into it rachel like what would you say that women do that is grosser in your experience i mean like i say i'm not asking for like the gory details but like what do you think like women are are women just not you said you've experienced but living with both and sharing a bathroom with both women and men what what do women do that grosses you out more? I mean, yeah, I can get into some pretty yeah, uh, explicit content <laughs> stuff. I, I'll refrain. But I yes, mean, on one the of whole. the more PG related things is just I think women shed a lot of hair. And right. I I clean my hair up. OK. If yeah. I like in the drain or, yeah, in the shower. or like just even loose hairs in the sink or on right. the floor. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more disgusting than walking into a bathroom and seeing like a, like a long dark hair, uh-huh. you know, That's in, not the, yours. in the sink. Yeah. Let alone like a yours. clump of hair on the yeah, from like straightening or blow drying, of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that hair is, is, is one growth. Is there any others that you can mention on this podcast? Not with? that I can mention. Okay. I mean, I think like your imagination, my friend, use your imagination. Oh, oh, God. I'd say like the quantity, too, of products probably Mm -hmm. can be irritating for a partner, Um, whether you're a man or a woman. If you just are, you know, filled to the brim with products that you've collected and um, would you? Yeah. And the thing is, you're not even supposed to keep most of these products in the bathroom because the the heat and the moisture can affect like your vitamins or your medications Uh or even your makeup. And so, so would you, would the recommendation also be, I, and I don't know, I you know, for this writer's experience, I don't know, do they have a, a 
a sink with drawers underneath it? Would it be better if this woman was allowed to put her things in drawers and, and behind the walls of a cabinet rather than on the basin? I think he decided it'd be better to just send her to a different bathroom altogether. And, which and is- she could just have her stuff <laughs> spread out everywhere. That's the and never- secret to domestic bliss. <laughs> Therein lies the secret. Right. And that's what he decided. He Initially, because we were all talking about this at the office, we were kind of annoyed that he, I guess, claimed the master bathroom for his own uh-huh. and sent her to the one down the hall. Uh-huh. But the more I looked at his story... And again, we're only getting his side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that poor girl, I don't know if they're still engaged, but after this. But um, the more I looked at the story, I could kind of get, I could understand um, a little bit. And the, also, it's just not sexy to share a bathroom. That, we, I, yeah, I see where the writer is coming from on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you everybody want, poops, but I don't need to, like, well, know about and, it. And, and even aside from that, it's just, you know, she probably wants to get ready and go through her routine of putting on her makeup or whatever and doesn't want him offering a running commentary on, oh, what's going on? Where do you, what's this? What's that? You know, why are you using that brush or, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> you ask those questions I of do. your wife? I do. I, I, I offer a running commentary. <laughs> I would go with a more with a more dewy palette if I were you. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't. Do that. that would but, be nice. I would like that type of. Uh, yeah, you would. Advice. Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. What are you talking about? That's well, a that's a plus. No, I, I have no insight into makeup, but that's an A plus uh, roommate. This this is going to be released after Valentine's Day, but it's a nice little warm up to uh, to a romantic holiday. Yeah, keep yeah. A, keep a separate bathroom if you can. Yeah, if you can't, I don't know what to tell you. I guess you're... Schedule time. Yeah. Work out, a, work out a schedule. Couples therapy. All right. Thank you, Natalie. You're welcome. All right. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to hear about our winners and losers. I what? am ready. Um, let's start with our loser. Uh-oh. Our loser this week is the big unit himself, Randy Johnson. Yeah, Natalie, again, I hate the word loser. Oh, <laughs> you are trolling us you to the like degree. A one-week break from putting us through You this. were so chill last week, Eric. Shenanigans. Okay, yeah. I was, yeah. I was too Randy. Chill. I, I was too oh. chill. Uh, so I had to bring Sorry, back, Randy. I had to bring back the, the, the less chill. Um... So yeah, this week's loser, cue the sad trombone, Natalie, for mm-hmm. Randy Johnson, the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame pitcher. I, I, it's tough for me to call him a loser, but he he did lose a lot on this house that he finally sold. So he's a winner in the sense that he finally sold this house after about five years on the market. It's a desert mansion, like a, a huge compound in the desert. It was once Arizona's most expensive listing when it first came on the market. I think it was 2014. It was listed for $29 million. Uh, over the years, we've covered the story as he's kind of reduced the price. I think it went down into the, I think it went down to 19, and then it was at 14, and then now, uh, just in January, he started it off with an auction, and it was a no reserve auction, which means you could theoretically buy a house for you know a dollar. Mm. Not that it's going to ever happen in these luxury home cases, but he put it up for auction. The auction took place at the end of uh, January, I believe, and the home sold for $7.3 million, which is yay for Randy. But when compared to the $29 million he was asking four years ago or five years ago, 
that's a 75% drop. So that's pretty steep. Mm. So I'd hate, you know. Sounds like a loss to me. That is a loss. That Sounds is, like a I mean, sinker. Oh, <laughs> wow. Natalie, I like that. Sinker. Sports ball. Sinker ball. Sports ball. Yeah. <laughs> She's got that sports ball knowledge. Natalie, I love it. Bring in the heat. Bring in the bring in the fastball. Bring in the high cheese. Mm. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So this week's loser, uh, sadly, is Randy Johnson. Poor Randy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to our winner. Who is it? We actually have two winners this week. It's a what? <laughs> yes. Wow. It's a winner bonanza. It is. Wow. So our first winner we're going to talk about is Christy Brinkley, the model. Um, so Christy was finally able to sell her Sag Harbor home. Um, this is this thing she's been trying to sell for a long time. Um, she lists well, not long, but since 2017, it's sold for or it's it's pending. Um, but it is probably hopefully going to sell for just under the most recent asking price of 17.5 million dollars. Uh, she originally listed it for 20 uh, in 2017 for 20 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wrote a story about this house or one of her Hamptons houses um, last year, and yeah. everyone in the Hamptons apparently loves Christy, and she's so wonderful, and they're just trying to find the right buyer, and it sounds like they found it. So nice. Congratulations to Miss Brinkley. Good job, Miss Brinkley. And then the other winner is Jennifer. Who is it? Who is who is it? <laughs> My God. <laughs> the other winner is Jennifer Garner. Oh. Actress, mom, Jennifer Garner. So Jennifer is, of course, as we all know, um, in the middle of a divorce or divorce. Divorced. 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 Recently divorced from Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Um, she is renting a massive Pacific Palisades home. Uh, so she's our winner because she scored this sweet rental. This Pacific Palisades home that she is renting while she's waiting for another, another luxury, luxury home, home to be renovated is bananas. It's gorgeous. It's yeah, gorgeous. I'm not usually one for all white interiors, mm-hmm. but uh, she has it and it looks good. Yeah, It's a seven bedroom, seven and a half bath home. Uh, it was owned by the great grandson of makeup master Max Factor, um, founder of Smashbox Cosmetics. And uh, now Jennifer is renting it. Um, yeah. It's about... Uh, 10,000 square feet. Yep. And it's in Brentwood Park. It's gorgeous. It's, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Great it's a, it's molding, a, great, you know, texture on the walls. If you had to do a short-term rental in a house and you just were staying in a place, say, for 6 to 12 months while your luxury home was being renovated, could you do any better than this? You could get one I with don't... a sex dungeon. Oh, hey I would take this over the sex dungeon. Nice. Good choice, yeah, Natalie. For sure. There's also a great backyard, and yep. there's plenty of room for her chickens to move in. Oh. Jennifer has a crazy Instagram presence, and she often features her chickens. Uh-huh. Um, and she just featured a video. She just posted a video on Instagram uh, moving the chickens two days ago. Moving okay. day with the chickens. So. Does she have like a luxury coop set up? Do you know? <laughs> yeah. You've seen, she does? Okay. Yeah. It's like a big old coop. And yeah. I mean, it'll fit here. You know, this will be their temporary home. They have to go somewhere. So right, I'm right, sure right. that she took that into account when looking for a rental. Um, right. I wonder what the neighbors will think about a chicken about coop. chickens. Yeah. I think people I, chicken... in LA are totally chill with chickens. Okay. I mean, backyard chickens are a big thing now. Yeah. She is Not... very into her chickens. So okay. I'm sure they'll be... Well, very comfortable at this this new rental. I'll have She's to check out her Instagram. 
She has like five million followers too. It's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. She's she's winning on Instagram. She's winning in real estate. She's winning that divorce. Oh yeah. She's just a winner all around. Yeah. Winner winner. winner. Chicken winner, dinner. Winner. <laughs> oh wow. That seems like a good place to end it. <laughs> yes, please. Please, for the love of God. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in yet again. Rachel and Eric, thank you as well. Thanks, Natalie. You got it. If you want to read more about any of the stories that we talked about today, go to realtor.com slash news. You can read about the sex dungeon. You can read about uh, Jen Garner's new home. You can reach us by email at podcast at realtor.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at housepartypod. Have a crazy story? Want to say hey? We're all ears, so please get in touch with us. Um, If you like what you heard today, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave us a rating, five stars preferably. We'd love it. Thanks again for tuning in. Thank you to our guest, Melissa Leonard, for calling in. She was fantastic. And with that, uh, have a great week, and we will talk to you later. See you next week. Bye. Bye.